0: Welcome back. You're listening to another episode of Amateur Hour, a professional sports podcast by people who have never played professional sports. I'm your host, Max, along with... Shreya's, And let's talk sports. Amateur Hour! Welcome, welcome, (laughs) welcome back to episode 38. Eight, the real 38 this time trey how are you feeling today
1: i'm feeling great 38 max we're we're on our way to 40 it's uh it's kind of getting yeah. crazy
0: i know and when we hit 50 i'm gonna eat a chicken piece a, a, a chicken piece eat a 50 chicken piece while we record
1: while you we so yeah, we, need the, we, need we gotta to celebrate
0: clip. yeah <laughs> i'm just weird. gonna feel like just like i'm gonna start the episode off and i'm gonna feel great and then by like 15 minutes in i'm gonna be like oh no we'll, we'll, live, we'll live stream that one that would actually that's kind of a great idea we do a live <laughs> amateur hour that's okay. cool <laughs> welcome everybody thank you for being here i hope that you are having a great day week work day day off wherever you're at thank you for joining us we have a lot to talk about today, as most weeks. Uh, today, we have some highs. We have some lows. We have some embarrassing football. We have some questions about basketball. Oh, and we also have a gauntlet as well. So stay tuned. We got a lot of stuff coming up. So as we get into that, Shreyas, let's just get it going. Give us those weekly highs. Get the good vibes freaking rolling. The weekly highs. Yes. So as a
1: as a personal high, Max. Yes. My household has recently invested in a a bagel guillotine cutter.
0: Oh, wow. And
1: my <laughs> my world has been like opened. Really? Yes. So for a long time we've been doing like a ba- like it's we've had a like a bagel holder. It's like a wooden holder. And okay. You put the bagel in and then you take like a bread knife and then it has the slits on either side and then you do the work, right? Okay. So, you can like kind of squeeze like a New York style bagel in there. It's kind of a tough squeeze, but it it doesn't really fit a lot of bagel sizes and but at least right. you can kind of see where the cut is going and you're like, "Okay. Like I get a perfectly sliced bagel and or with the way I like it. And then I can, you know, toast it up and green cheese it and whatnot. And then <laughs> one of the sides. So like one of the sides where the slit is like one of the panels just like broke one day. So we've been yeah. using like we've been using like the bagel cutter and we were like, ah, like this looks fine. And then every time it's just like a diagonal and you're like, crap.
0: So, yeah. And it's that messy bagel, too. When you're trying to cut a bagel with a not sharp tool yeah it's just it's bad it's like your edges are all you're right it's like weird diagonals like it's not perfectly good across it there's crumbs everywhere oh my it's, gosh. it's not fun yeah could
1: and and the worst is when you're doing all the manual work for like a like a sesame seed bagel or like an everything oh, yeah. bagel <laughs> and so like at the end of the day when i'm like putting all my force in i end up just eating a plain bagel with sesame seeds on the side because <laughs> i'm like wow look at this, look at this great pile of <laughs> Wow! Everything <laughs> fell off. <Yeah. laughs> All right. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, like,
0: I hear you. You know
1: what I mean. So the 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 guillotine cutter thing. Oh man, I didn't. I was like hesitant because I'm like, oh, it's gonna cut the top slice too thin, and then I'm just gonna have like a fat bottom slice, like the fattest, and it's just mm, gonna be so much right. bread that I'm right. gonna have to like use literally like a whole cream cheese container to like make it feel like it's even. But I was like pretty surprised. I was like, oh, this is like a pretty good invention. And it's like a household thing. Like I, I like when it's just like you're like you're like surprised about something that you, you're kind of hesitant about and you're like, Oh, this is good. Like Hey.
0: It actually works. That's pretty good. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, I could, like I could spend the extra like ten bucks and it actually is worth it. Like I'm like, wow. wow the capitalism worked? <laughs>
0: yeah okay well that's you know that's one of those random finds that you get off the internet or just again like something you like don't expect to really like you said work and then it yeah. works you are like okay all right okay yeah <laughs> well sorry i gotta say that the the french would be very proud of your oh. bagel guillotine <laughs> yeah. so uh, what about what about sports what's going on what's good this Ooh. week in sports
1: specifically this is kind of like a personal sport thing but this is just like draft season max like a okay. cou- couple of weeks ago you had the, or now it's closer to a month, but you had the fantasy football drafts and everything. And now we're getting into fantasy, fantasy basketball draft season. It's almost, you know, the season's starting to uh, turn around the corner. You're, it's coming on Tuesday. So, yeah. you know, this weekend is draft week for fantasy basketball. And I'm just super excited to get back into the the basketball season and and watch my team just like slowly deteriorate. Over eighty-two games. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how many? Sh- sh-
0: how many leagues? How many basketball leagues are you in?
1: I'm gonna do two. I'm gonna do two. Oh wow! I, yeah,
0: it's, it's it's that's very manageable.
1: It's manageable. It's a it's difficult. It's more difficult than fantasy two football. football leagues. Yeah. Yeah. Because you
0: have to set, and that's everybody's biggest complaint. If you've ever played fantasy basketball you've been in a league whether you're this person or you know this person which mm-hmm. i guarantee you do somebody's like oh i don't want to play because i have to set my lineups every day no, just set them on monday Just it's not,
1: that bad. I s- it's I not that bad i swear i swear i do it on, i do it like sunday night right and then i set them all up and then when you i do my a like times yeah, yeah make when, adjustments. when i when i do my waivers or when i do my free agent pickups and stuff then i'll just like finish it off for the week then i'll just i'll pick up the guy and then I'll just put him in all my lineups for the, rest of the week until the mm-hmm. next guy I pick up. So it's just like, I feel like if you're like going to do it a day at a time, then it becomes like a, like a slog. You're like, Oh, like I got to do this again. Ugh. But if you do it on like a Sunday and you just kind of wait, and especially if you have like, if you feel like you have a good team, like a lot of guys, you won't have to take out of your lineup, like the Tatums and the, the Curry's and the Jokic's, like, most mm-hmm. of the time like you you probably unless you have like a full days worth without him you don't really have to do much like it's just a couple of guys that you put in and now every day so not not too big of an not too big of an ask but i'm doing i'm mean, yeah i'm probably going to do one points league and i'm i'm a co-commissioner of a a categories oh, wow. league nice so, that's fun so you get the best of both worlds. What do you like better, Max? Do you like points leagues for basketball I like or do you points. Like I like points
0: leagues. leagues. Uh, you like categories points are, leagues? Yeah, categories are good. I mean, it requires people to like to like know the game a little bit more and like know like who's good at what. Right. And like manage your lineups. I mean it's 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 a little bit different strategy per Treas. I'm a part of one, two, three, four uh fantasy basketball leagues so wow
1: okay and how many are points be a lot. And how many are categories they're all
0: they're all points so they're there's all gonna be a lot of it'll be a lot of lineup setting on sundays mondays mm. <laughs> it's 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 yeah.
1: interesting it's interesting with points leagues i feel like i like them a little bit less they're really good when you like are getting into the to the sport and you're like okay this guy is good because his overall value is the said number or like the said average but you're right the strategy is way different when you when you're looking at it from a category standpoint you're like right i have this power forward but he's not the greatest rebounder which you would think no, like like say like porzingis right like porzingis is like not a great rebounder but he's a great three-point shooter but he's a power forward center and so it's just like so many different facets to each player that you have to t- keep track of and you're like each trade is like okay ooh, Crucial, this guy's critical really, this yeah. guy's really good but like like last year i traded uh Jokic for vucevic and westbrook and everyone is like oh this is like a horrible trade like because Is like a lot of value that the other person. No, but you, right.
0: Right. I know you're giving up Jokic in a points league. That's like, I mean, he, he was the MVP. He had so many points, but when you're in categories, right. Westbrook is a guard that can get you crazy rebounds, crazy assists. And then Vooch is that again, all around player. He's not the same caliber as Jokic, but now you have two players. That can get you all those different like category spots. Yeah,
1: agreed. And at the time, Westbrook's efficiency was like horrendous. So that's another yeah. thing you got to think about is like he's a bad free throw shooter and he's a bad like shooter from the field too. So that's two categories that you might as well tank at that point because he's really that bad. That right. Like even though you're getting the like the counting stats, you got to think about the percentage stats too. So it's like that's where the trade off comes and that's where the strategy is. I like that kind of part of it, King. Okay.
0: Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, so yeah, excited yeah. We, we for all that excited. Excited for all that. Yeah, we're we got gonna see. We're gonna see how how fantasy turns out. You know what we should do? We should do like if there were like fans, if there were listeners who wanted to do a fantasy league with us, that would be a really cool thing to do. Mm. Wait, that's a brilliant idea. Why are we just thinking of this right now? So we should set that up. If you are a fan and you want to be a part of the Amateur Hour Fantasy League. $80 buy-in. It's high stakes. You have to be members of our Patreon that doesn't exist. Uh, but that's actually, you know, for next year coming out. For next year? That's a good idea. Week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. As we okay, continue okay. to expand our dynasty. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to turn everything down a notch. I'm going to bring us to the Lowe's. Oh. The Lowe's. Lowe's department store. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the lows, And <laughs> my personal low is that I've made the transition from East Coast to West Coast basketball. All right. Now there's differences. It, it's, it's very different. East Coast is very defensively focused. West Coast is very offensively focused. However, on defense, if somebody cannot stop you, what do they do? They foul you. How do they foul you? They literally scratch you. They literally grab your face, pull your head to the ground. And then when you call foul, they say, I'm not going to give that to you. This is a true story. People foul like nobody's business. And right now, looking at myself, I have cuts all up and down my arms, on the inside of my forearms, on my nose, on my neck, like literal like scratches. And I asked some people who I hung out with last night, I was like, where do you think I got these? And people said, (laughs) you fell off your bike a cat or like you like hit a pine tree really hard and i said no you
1: hit you hit a pine tree really hard yeah <laughs> that like one was the- a
0: little it was a little <laughs> far-fetched oh, god these freaking trees man <laughs> uh, they're razor sharp needles we <laughs> do it again dude. <laughs> i just keep going for hikes and just getting abused oh, yeah. um yeah but so there, it's these these marks are from people and it's just kind of crazy. Like I get, even the people on the sidelines when I'm playing basketball, they're like, dude, you get freaking wailed. And the thing mm. is, is that like, I am one of the tallest. You're a, target. a lot of t- I'm a lot of times the strongest too, just cause I'm used to playing down low. And like, yeah. I have big legs, stable base. Like I'm, I don't want to sound like, you know, pretentious or anything, but that's just, you know, where I play a lot of the times down low. If I can't get anything going outside or whatever. Um, and people will just, like it's, it's one of those things where like, if I grab an offensive board, I'm getting fouled as I try yeah. to go out. There is no, and it's not even like a, like a, Oh, they hit my arm. It's like a, they grab me and hold me type foul.
1: Yeah. And so, Max, I've seen you, like, we've played a lot in the past and like, it happens everywhere. It's not just like a, like this certain group or anything. Like anyone like tries to take a shot at you, which I'm like, come on, we're just playing pickup basketball. Like, it's let, insane. Him get the, I would like let him get the, yeah. rebound.
0: Yeah. So every time I go to play basketball in my gym, I say to myself, I'm ready to be hurt again. <laughs> so. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. It's um, you know, it's a bittersweet thing because I love playing basketball and it's really nice playing inside. I think I just mm. gotta join a league because I need some yeah. kind of refereeing. Cause I literally like I got I got my first bloody nose in years the other so day. So elbowed you? Like Treyus, no, like like again, it, things happen on accident, and then there's also some things that are a little bit more intentional than others. But like I got duffed in the face, and then that same same day, I don't know if it was the same game, I got hit in the eye like with somebody's like fist so hard that my contact popped out. And I'm like, I have to go home. I I don't know how I'm gonna drive. It was one of the most difficult drives I've had to do. But I had to go home. I was like, I can't see anything. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, crazy. So wait.
1: Like someone's like closed someone's like closed fist playing basketball just so like, that they can like sneak in a little punch. Like I don't know. Like it seems kind of like I feel like there's incidental contact, but like I don't know if you're ever you know I don't know like the eye and the the nose like sometimes like you can kind of feel that beforehand. You're not just like ramming your elbow everywhere, unless you're like ramming your elbow everywhere, and you're throwing them bows. Then I don't know. I don't understand why. Like, I straight I don't know.
0: People yeah. do that.
1: People do that I, stuff. It's kind of ridiculous, I, I, to be
0: honest. I know. I agree. I, I wish I understood. It's like, like you said, there's incidental contact. There's like basketball contact. Like that's fine. It's fine. The, honestly, the only thing that I and I don't really call fouls, just because mm, like you, you play don't. in the park when you're like yeah just like where I would play is you just don't call fouls. Like people are pretty respectful and shout out. If you're listening to the Morris street boys back in Southbridge, Massachusetts, I love you guys. Mm -hmm. Some of the best basketball phenomenal. Um, And, and, you know, it's fun. And there's a lot of like great kids who like come and play, but like sometimes you'll just get somebody who's like aggro and they just want to, fight and that was a guy he like he had his full glove like his full hand on my face and he literally like pulled my head down and scratched my nose and i was like i was falling back and i said foul but i didn't say it too loud and he's like i didn't hear anybody call foul i'm like dude i was falling down i was out of breath i called foul he's like what do you want sympathy from me he's like you're not gonna get that i'm like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> i'm not do you trying find to get that, sympathy
1: do you find I, like, I, that the people you played with in ma are nicer than the people you're playing with now or the opposite or How do you look nicer
0: in terms of like, well, I I can't judge people here because I don't know them personally.
1: Oh, well, yeah. But like just I guess the people that show up and play, do you find that like you have a more enjoyable time there or enjoyable time Uh, when you were here?
0: No, more enjoyable time when I was in Massachusetts because the skill level was the same. You know, I'm playing with like decent people and it's great. I love I love the challenge of playing people who are better than me. I mean, the other day. I'm not ashamed to admit, but the, for the first time in a long time, I had to switch off of somebody because I couldn't guard them. They were too – they were just too quick and they were too shifty and I mm. was getting cooked. And yes, like I got like one or two blocks on them, but they had probably six or seven points on on my head. A, and like, like I somebody had to step in and I was like, wow, okay. This is a very mm. humbling moment like wake you know, call, when you yeah. think – Wake up call. So yeah. Anyway, so that is a long-winded example. Let's go <laughs> – into the sports world, the professional sports world, where there's less pickup, more refereeing. Um, we have an embarrassing game, an embarrassing showing. I don't know if everybody remembers, but me and Travis were talking about the historic in our in our mini episode two episodes ago. Mm-hmm. The historic game, the historic showdown between Tom Brady and Mac Jones, the New England Patriots and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Football history was created that evening that Sunday what a the second most watched Sunday night football game ever mm-hmm. and we were like wow the patriots really got their act together they're making the adjustments that they need to make they are ready they are a great composed team that's ready to take on the rest of the season they're like we have the texans coming up next week i think Strayus even said he's like oh we we're not going to you know if we do something bad which we're not going to do like you know we're going to we're going to be fine <laughs> We're going to be fine. It's a rookie quarterback. Like the Texans don't have anybody right now. It's it's a, a real, you know, crap shoot over there. We'll be okay. And even me, I was like going in this that week. I was like, you know, if I was a betting man, I would have put money on New England. I would have put money on New England's right. defense. Like we're going to be good. And that's, that's oh, no. one of
1: the things I said was Bill Belichick knows how to play rookie quarterbacks. And <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what to say.
0: So I look <laughs> at in like the third quarter you know cuz i i the, the first start the start of the game i wasn't watching it was like the second quarter and i look and we are we're down it's like 3 to 22 and i'm like uh oh and i turn on the game and what i mean ultimately the patriots did come back and win by three points but that was the most embarrassing showing i have seen in a while wow yeah
1: it, it took a sec, it took a field goal with 15 seconds left and a drive that i was like okay this is a good drive but Just because that last drive by Mac Jones was great, like it was like fifteen plays, like he went almost uh, like the whole length of the field. They get the field goal, they win. But it doesn't erase what happened before the game. Before the The rest, the
0: rest of the game, the rest of the game, yeah.
1: Like the the first quarter and the second quarter, the second quarter in general was just. I was I was like wow, and then and to start off, yeah, yeah, and then to start off the third, and then they score on two plays, (laughs) right? I was like, oh my god! And it's just Davis Mills had been so hot and cold, right? Carolina, I said he played well, then he sucks, right? He just can't. They can't get any protection on him. He gets sacked everywhere, and they they stink, right? And then. He has a QB rating of one forty one against us. I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah. what? What? Three hundred and twelve yards, three touchdowns. <laughs> like, he, he has a he has a sorry he has a passer rating of uh, one forty one. He had a QBR of one of eighty one point five. I was oh. like, unbelievable that he just he turned into he turned into like. Joe Montana against us. It was. I was like, <laughs> "What? What the heck is happening?" He's he's toss he's tossing like like fifty yard dimes, right? Like he had like a massive touchdown to what's his name, Chris Moore.
0: Chris Moore, and then sixty seven yard one. touchdown. Yeah, to Chris Conley. Yeah.
1: Like I'm like, what is happening? Like our secondary cannot get it together, and I'm really like kind of shaken up because we're going into this game against the Dallas Cowboys, Max, and. My gosh, if you thought you couldn't if you if you if you thought you couldn't guard Chris Moore, Anthony Auclair, <laughs> and Chris Conley, what is Ingram happening? Jr. <laughs>
0: well,
1: yeah, yeah. What is gonna happen when yeah. you're trying to guard Amari Cooper, yeah. C.D. Oh, yeah. Lamb, Dalton Schultz, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard, Blake Jarwin? I don't know, I'm I'm running out of fingers, Max. Like, there's a lot of people you have to and count at one, the helm,
0: Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott, Here's- who will
1: run like whenever he needs to, and he knows he's we've he's talked about this too. He'll know when to slide too. He's not going to take the bad hit, so yep. he's so smart. He's so much smarter in the pocket now. And we just, I don't know, we don't have that athlet- athleticism back there. J.C. Jackson, pretty good, but he's had he's been soft the past couple games, and I'm 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 worried. I'm shook.
0: Yeah, and that's that's why it is my low because we went from bad mm-hmm. against the saints to to like good against the mm-hmm. pa- against the bucks mm-hmm. and then to bad again against the texans and then it's gonna be straight i don't know i again you can't predict the future i have no idea what's gonna happen but i can only imagine it's gonna go to really really bad yeah this weekend i just i like and by the time you guys are listening to this, the game will have already have happened. We're recording on a Saturday before the game, but our speculation still stands, is like, what the heck? What the heck? I'm just like I feel like
1: just kind of from the showing of the defense, like I'm not worried about the offense in a sense. Obviously I'm worried about the turnovers that the offense have been creating. Like I think we have like four fumbles total like and four if, or five If fumbles. Matt could
0: stop throwing interceptions, that would be awesome. Yeah, I don't care so if you like, get a one touchdown game, just Stop, stop giving it to them.
1: The turnovers have been bad. Like that's one thing,
0: but and it's not the, a basketball you, turnover too. It's a yeah. football turnover. Like right. that is, you just ended your chance. You don't get the ball back.
1: <laughs> right. Like that. Yeah. It's not as quick. Like you, like if they do, like, if they have like a seven minute drive, which somehow this Texans team did, like they have like 10 minute drives in this game. And I'm like, what the heck is happening? They can't oh. help. in past games. They couldn't hold the ball for more than thirty seconds before punting on fourth down, <laughs> and they're they're throwing up seven, ten, like like they had multiple of those drives. And I'm like, this is kind of crazy that our defense is just so inconsistent. And when you look at kind of the games on the slate, like if you look at the past schedule, I'm looking and I'm like, what are these teams other than the Jets next week? are we going to stop? We have the chargers the week after we're screwed. Cause Justin Herbert is playing like an MVP. Like it's unbelievable. His turnaround after the first two games, mm-hmm. the Panthers, like they're pretty good. Like Sam Darnold, Yeah. He had a bad game, but he's been out of this world the past couple of weeks,
0: mm-hmm. the
1: Browns, right. They, they have the, one of the best running, running games of all time. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I don't know why I said that. They have one of the best running games in the league, like with Chubb and hunt, and of all time. <laughs>
0: of- <laughs> yeah, I know, I know what you I know what mean. I just, I'm, I'm, gonna
1: exa- I'm gonna exaggerate the hell out of this because I'm just that worried about how we're gonna defend not only the run, but if the secondary couldn't can't be counted on either, mm-hmm. like that's 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 all you had. So it, this is kind of this is kind of scary.
0: hmm Yeah. No, Shrey, I, I totally agree. And uh we're just, you know. <laughs> We're really in the weeds now, boys. So that is why this is my this is my weekly low. So, yeah. Wow. I'm really low now, Max. (laughs) Really low. I just made everybody really upset. So my apologies if you're a Pats fan. If you're well, if you're a Cowboys fan. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Stephen A. Smith is upset. (laughs) Look who's back. (laughs) He's going to he's
1: going to have a massive cigar. (laughs) no no,
0: there there are no after well yeah well no he's not he's not no i thought he was anti-cowboys
1: oh right 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 right, right, yeah oh right no no cigars if we beat them oh
0: if we beat them though if something happens where mac jones becomes fueled with testosterone and rage Stephen a smith i will live for his reactions
1: Mm. which (laughs) do you give them a chance max to win this game um Like, what's your, well, like on a percentage scale, what, what, what chance do you give the pass? Uh,
0: 13%. 13%. Oh, wow. Okay. I think it's possible. Very I give, slim.
1: I give them, I give them a 20% chance. I think knowing that they could, they can play well on defense, right? Like, obviously, I'm not trusting it just based on the inconsistency, but they can play well. They played well against Brady. Like, regardless of the situation at hand and how Brady was like emotional. I think they still played well and that's still what they can do. It's just there's going to have to be so much game planning Mm. and it's going to be, have have to be such a mind game right between Mike McCarthy, who I think is a a horrendous game manager. Like (laughs) the man, the man will call a timeout at the, the worst times and he won't call a timeout at the times he needs to and right he'll well he'll pass on a running down he'll run on a passing down and it's just like he doesn't know how to coach football but <laughs> it's just the talent i feel like will trump all on so i mean if you give bill belichick any shot this is this is one of those times but the talent is just not there on our side so I, i'll mm-hmm. give him a 20 percent chance
0: mm-hmm. okay sure yeah. you know i like you're a very fair, a very reasonable man.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Oh, honor, honorable. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I just. Hmm, I, yeah. I, look, I, I appreciate you being more optimistic than I. I just don't think.
1: The extra 7% <laughs> and more, <laughs> so, so much more optimistic than you, Max. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So let's move on and let us go briefly, very briefly, because I want to get to the gauntlet. But mm. let's talk quickly about the state of the Celtics and how we feel about them. We're not doing our official seeding predictions yet. That will most likely be next week, so stay tuned for that. But right now, we just want to talk after watching four preseason games how we feel about the Celtics. Now, I want to say that their last game, boy, Tyler Hero turns into Magic Johnson when he plays against us. He uh, really does. He Doesn't turned matter. into, like, prime Reggie Miller. Dude just shoots from anywhere. We're like, okay, all right, fantastic. So <laughs> that's not good, but with a grain of salt, I do want to say we had five people out, so I'm less, and you know, the game before, yeah, we took a loss, but it was our third string playing Miami's, or not Miami, uh, Orlando's starters, so I'm fine with that. The guys showed up, they, they showed out, Aaron Neesmith, super cool. Romeo Lankford, as long as this mf stays healthy, he'll be great. Mm-hmm. So, Shrey, how are you feeling? Are you feeling optimistic? Are you feeling middle of the road, or are you feeling bad? I'm
1: feeling to start the season, Max, and that's all. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I'm all
1: I'm kind of you know focused on is like you know how is this first game versus the Knicks going to go, and kind of this first week of games. Not feeling that great just because of the Jalen Brown, Al Horford, COVID protocols that they're going through, and. You know what we dealt with the last year with Jason Tatum. He was out for a bit. Once he was, you know, mm-hmm. in that protocol, he had COVID as well. So he, after that, he wasn't, you know, all the way, all the way healthy. And so I'm a, little, I'm a little bit tentative about how, how Jalen Brown and Horford kind of start the season. Like, do we get like if they come back? When they come back, do we get like a? they're ready to go like or is there is it going to be like slow to start kind of thing just because they went through quite a bit of 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 rest and protocols to to get to this point and then that whole Marcus Smart situation that happened on Thursday where he missed the plane um I think it was to the Magic preseason game and then they internal they internally reprimanded him but then told everyone that they internally reprimanded him so i'm like so i'm like hmm, very internal of you to tell everyone to tell Woj and Shams that marcus smart was uh was was going to be suspended internally but it just it, it, it just i don't know and then pritchard breaks his nose and then robert williams has right knee issues like i don't feel great i really don't i just think that there's you have to start. You have to start a season like this, knowing that you don't have the depth of other teams, and you don't have kind of the like, uh, you know, other than Jason and Jalen, you don't have players that you can really depend on.
0: Hey, Schroeder, put some respect on this man's name. I'm telling you <laughs> right now. I'm telling you right now. All right, this is this is my boldest claim. Dennis Schroeder is my guy. I'm putting money on him. I think he's great. I think he's such a good. He's so smooth, man. He's so smooth. And some of his assists last night, that wraparound pass that was on the highlight reel to uh, Jabari Parker. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got everything to prove. He's got nothing to lose. He's going to be the man. And I think he's going to make that trio, that apex trio with JT and JB. So Celtics well, fans, watch out. I, I, that's, Max, all I, that's all I want to say.
1: Yeah, but Max, I, I, like if this lineup's going to be kind of in and out, right? Like smart might do something stupid again and then he's going to be out and then he comes back. And then, you know, if like how long does Jalen, how long is Jalen out? And Rob Williams is in and out. Like, and what Dennis Schroeder's like game is, is he loves that pick and roll. Right. So if he's kind of, mo- all these pieces are moving around him, how much kind of stock do you put in him to start the season? Does he start off slow, not knowing, you know, who's around him and, playing with guys that maybe he won't be playing with like later on in the season and oh, does I see. it does it feel like maybe yes he's playing well because the competition is not as great in the preseason but then when you know things start to ratchet up when the games start to mean something and you know some of the players are going to be in and out does he have that same effect that he's having in the preseason i'm not too sure i like his game i wish we were healthier to start the season i feel like this isn't the state that I would have wanted to be in, knowing that we have no, a lot you would of new like,
0: pieces. Uh, oh, really, Straight, That's weird. That's weird that you would like your team to be <laughs> healthy, all there. That's super weird. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, not I doing dumb stuff. I don't, stuff don't, don't know if I can. Yeah, I don't know if I understand that. You know, oh, you want your whole roster to be healthy? You don't want to be you. You don't want to be the team that's most afflicted by COVID last year. That's oh crazy. Oh my god,
1: I'm gonna have like an IQ of four after the season. I can just tell it. It's just like everything is, it's like, there's going to be so many random stuff that I'm just going to be so frustrated about. I'm just going to like come in on like Thursday, May 4th. And I'm going to be like, Oh, what's happening? Oh,
0: I just is- think I just, yeah, no, I hear you straight. And the reason why I'm so high on Schroeder is because of what you said. You said, I yeah. like his game and that right there like is what game. I like. And so if we're looking objectively at Kemba versus Schroeder, the defense is a little bit more there. And that, the 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 health and the availability is is more there, and his offense is is I, I like it. I think mm-hmm. he's a really solid all around player, and I I really enjoy how he plays the game, and I think that's going to make an impact regardless of the other factors that are going to negatively or positively affect the team. Okay,
1: so that, you think, that, you that, think that's you think, my biggest
0: thing? I yeah, think the, that he's going to be a net positive okay. regardless of what happens,
1: and that could that that could definitely be true. I I think. It'll give him a chance to at least, you know, take advantage of the moment if people are out, right? Like if so JB is gonna be out, then well,
0: Smart was out and he, and he he played a lot and he dude in the in the first quarter he had eleven points.
1: Yeah, but he, did he did he play a lot after that? I don't think so, right? No, or... no, he no, he, he, ended didn't, with, he ended with thirteen, so
0: right, right, he had and twenty six minutes I think had... total.
1: So it was a decent night for him.
0: Right, but again, I think he was hot in the first, and then we kind of changed it up. And the ball went started going to different people and then he, I don't think he played much in the second because we were mm-hmm. we were keeping pace with Miami and Miami had their starters in and Tyler Hero in the like the whole time. Yeah. So I I will say that Jason
1: Tatum looks good to start the season. So I'm not that's the one thing is I'm not worried about him. Yeah. As long as, as long he's long as healthy. He can keep,
0: Yes, and he can keep the team play up, and of course, dude, he's one of the guys where like he makes these crazy, crazy shots as yeah. he's fading out of bounds, going baseline, you're like, what the hell? Like yeah, That's not a is... shot that a normal person would take, but hey, hit hey, hey, top five. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's with a t- cut, I'm top five. <laughs> top five what? Just top five.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's talents out of this world, and there's no denying it. I think it's just sure. about – I think it's just about his team play execution. And it, yeah. Yeah. It's just about that execution. It's about team play. It's about trusting the roster. And mm. I think there is a good chance that people like Neesmith and Pritchard and Langford develop a little bit better role under Yudoka, just from what we've seen. I feel like they wouldn't have gotten this type of opportunity under Brad Stevens, where he's I basically, totally agree. he's basically just putting people on the bench. Like it's like a, like it's just like they're never going to it's like they're stuck to the bench. They have super glue on the bench. They're just never going to come off. So I think
0: Yes, Yudoka, the new coach in that yeah. way. Yeah, the new the new yeah. coach in that way is good for for players developing. Grant Absolutely. Williams, I don't think he's going to do much to be honest.
1: I no, like, what I don't does trust he bring? Him anyway. What does
0: he bring? I don't trust him anyway. Yeah. What does he bring? I,
1: Because his whole thing was he's going to be this almost like uh, semi-type player, right? (laughs) You know what I mean? I I know we don't bring up that name very often nowadays, but that he's like uh, a defense first, and then he'll shoot a three when needed. But I'm just not trusting him to shoot the ball, first of all. And then he doesn't really have the build to defend a lot of these plays, yeah, he's a little bit bigger, but I still don't think he can hang around in the paint and like catch up with a lot of these post moves. Like, like, like him guarding Adebayo in a in a regular season game in a game that means something. Like, I don't trust it, especially when the game is on the line. I would rather you know go with someone longer, like a L- Romeo Langford, and you know trust that kind of guard mentality and ball skills. So.
0: I don't know, I don't know I don't if know. I, I don't know if I would put Romeo Lankford on Bam out of bio, but sure. But you know, I, what I, mean, what, we don't, I hear what we don't you're have saying. Those guys. Yes, if you had to pick, right?
1: We don't have those guys. It's like smart and we don't. We don't have the Jeremy Grants, Grants of the world. Yeah, yeah, we don't. We don't have a a guy that can switch off on on bigs and switch off on guards too. It's, we don't have that guy. So, other we than have drafted smart.
0: Giannis and gotten KD to come to our team. Yeah.
1: Oh man, oh. <laughs> if only.
0: If only. All right, so Shrey, let us go to everybody's favorite section. The mm-hmm. gauntlet. Let's quickly talk about what is going on in the AFC West.
1: Yeah, Max. So the AFC West, we got the Chargers, we got the Broncos, we got the Raiders, and we got the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. So this has been a an interesting conference, to say the least, to start the season. The Chargers, obviously, on a torrid start for the season. Chargers in the past have not been up to their potential even with some really standout players but they really brought their a game with brandon staley at the helm so they have justin herbert who is wowing a lot of people especially that game against the browns which was a complete shootout in the fourth quarter so
0: you know what he can
1: do (laughs) the broncos max have are three and two they're kind of re- reeling a little bit here. They, they lost last game. Well, and...
0: yeah, after we said, hey, uh, they're 3-0. and We don't think they're going to stay 3-0. We were and correct. they've
1: lost two straight. So yep. remember, I think we also said, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they just ended up losing the next three. And they're on their way. They're doing really well. So, <laughs> 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 so the Broncos have to. Congratulations. Teddy, Bridges...
0: <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater has been replaced.
1: Yep, so Teddy Bridgewater Teddy Bridgewater's there, and if you want, you can use Drew Locke. I don't know why you would do that, but sure, there you go. There's Derek Carr. He's the quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders, and they've also lost two straight Macks, and they've also lost their coach in what was a, 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 a dramatic, and just like, I was like, wow, this is all like a bombshell to say the least, I, I, yeah. not week.
0: All I'm going to say, and this is advice for everybody, in no way, shape, or form do I condone being intolerant in any way. I think that that is big dumb, and don't ever do that. You should just accept people for who they are and don't be mean. However, if you're going to be a mean jerk, don't put it in writing. Don't do <laughs> it on an email, folks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is a, this is a, a technology Bug. tip for all you old folks. <laughs> if you have an email... Don't do something stupid, like don't, like if John you're Gruden. gonna be
0: yeah, if you're gonna be uh, yeah, intolerant in any way, just don't well, yeah. don't what don't but <laughs> John
1: Gruden's hot at AOL.com. No one wants to see what what you've uh... John, John
0: Oh, all right, <laughs> sorry. yeah, then,
1: and then the the two and three Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes, which is surprising. Well, they they I'm lost their last I'm game. I'm shook, but. Patrick Mahomes is their quarterback and you know what he can do. So Max, what are we thinking?
0: Who are you starting? That's right. I can't again, this is one of the things where like in each one of these conferences, it just seems like there was one standout person. And although the Chiefs are two and three and all the haters are going crazy, I can't mm. I can't in good conscience give the golden egg to anybody mm-hmm. but Patrick Mahomes. Okay. I just can't. I can't. I look I mean yeah. look. Derek Carr has some high moments, you know. Justin Hebert is 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 absolutely hot right now. But it, come on, come on! It, it's Patrick Mahomes. It's a Super Bowl champion. It, yeah. it, like he he's phenomenal. I've I haven't seen anybody do the things that he can do on the yeah. run with the football. Max, you think they're figuring him out? Path. Oh, I don't know if I would. Is that so a concern? Would say, I be concerned
1: if I'm a Chiefs fan?
0: No, I wouldn't go no. so far as to say that they're like figuring him out because he's the guy that will just when you're like, oh, I got him pinned. He'll whip mm-hmm. something out of his back pocket. I think yeah. it's the Chiefs' defense that is needs to kind of re- reevaluate their, their uh their standing, their relationship right now.
1: Yeah, I yeah, that defense is
0: horrendous. But I, yeah, I wouldn't. I'm not going to put a lot of the pressure, but but at the same time, yeah, I would be um, concerned
1: about the turnovers. He's been a little more turnover prone to start this year. No, and I the agree. Team as and in I, general.
0: Yeah, no, I agree, and I think that the connection, the the Mahomes, um, you know, Kelsey connection is not, It, it you need, like, it just got to, I, I think they just need a little bit more time to get warmed up. They're still going to be a playoff team for sure. Right, of course. Um, But, yeah, I, I really think it's a defense, and I'm not, I'm really not going to put too much on Patrick Mahomes. He's okay. he's very good, but he did come into the season seem, seeming a little off. I don't know if he drank too many bottles of champagne on vacation. You know, I, don't know, I don't know what it was. But. I don't
1: know why you do that. They lost a the
0: Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got second. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. So, yeah, Trey. Uh, okay. I think this is pretty, hmm. <laughs> well, you know. What's on Chetty. your bench?
1: Are you looking at your bench or are you looking at who you're – yeah, I'm looking at my bench. I'm the... going to put
0: I'm going to put I'm going to put Hebert on my bench. Um, OK, Herbert, Herbert, Hebert, Herbert, 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 <laughs> um, Burberry. Yeah, Bur... Herbert. Um, yeah, Herbie I'm going to put him loaded on my as Herbie like fully him. loaded. That's him. I'm going to put him on my bench uh, just because he's been su- super, super hot. Uh, Phenomenal yeah like really really good like really good and he's becoming like a name he's what he's top five in in total passing yards this year yeah so yeah yeah i don't think yeah i don't think there's much to say there yeah there's not much to say there he's really good now let's see
1: Hi, right, Derek Max. Carr.
0: <laughs> hmm. This is where it gets interesting. Also, for those of you who don't understand the process right now, we have four players with the gauntlet. We give one yes. of them, the best player that we think, the golden egg. That's our top award. Two of them sit on our bench, and one person gets sent to Home Depot to never play professional sports again. No, no, so, no, no, no. exactly no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to build. <laughs> All right. So, um, hmm. So you got Carr, mm. and you got Bridgewater. Well, based off of last year, <laughs> I'd put Derek Carr on my bench. Um, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put <laughs> Drew Lock. I'm gonna cut. No, he's not even in this. Um, I think <laughs> I'm gonna put Derek. I think I'm gonna put Derek Carr on my bench.
1: Derek Carr on your bench, okay.
0: And why? Is and that? then Teddy Bridgewater is just gonna. I. Uh, yeah, I, I think. Sorry, I just I think he's gonna go. Uh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, what do you if, what do you if, like about Carmax?
1: Uh, let's start with that.
0: Uh, well, I think he's I think he's all right. I mean, last season he was like really solid. You know, the Raiders yeah. had like you know we're we're pretty solid. Uh, and then this year he's coming out and he's like not fifty fifty. Like he definitely has a lot of upside. Um, he's just, I he's fumbled a little bit. Uh, you know, that that's not great. Uh, but I still think he's capable of making pretty big plays and like getting scores and putting numbers on the board. Uh mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater had that, you know, great week one performance. Uh, you know, slapped Daniel Jones in the face. Was that week one or week two?
1: They played him week one, I think.
0: Week one, yeah. he slapped Daniel Jones in the face. And then after that, I think he's just kind of like, eh. Hey. I don't know. I'm just I'm more I, I see I would just rather, at this point in time, my final statement. At this point in time, I'd rather have Derek Carr on my team than Teddy Bridgewater.
1: Okay, you think that you is, think there's more upside there, is what you're saying?
0: I think there's more upside, and while Teddy Bridgewater is still, you know, well, he's 28, so he's not too too young.
1: No, I think this is like kind of make it or break it time.
0: Yeah, I, I'm him. gonna I'm gonna take Derek. I'm gonna take Derek Carr. Yeah. Okay, Trey, what do you think? Okay.
1: Yeah, I'm, you know, as much as. I don't want to be kind of prisoner of the moment with Justin Herbert. I I have to put <laughs> him on my moment. bench. I I yeah. have to start I have to start Patrick Mahomes. I think just from a standpoint of I think he's one of these guys that although he's having a really rough start to the season, we've had you know really great quarterbacks have rough starts to the season and then heat up. So, I don't want to kind of be like, okay, it's been 5 weeks no times a taken because this team can get hot at any moment and win eight straight like that's this type of team they're just that potent potent of an offense and they i feel like this is a team that can overcome a lot of their defensive struggles especially if their offense is on track like i feel like their offense is not playing at if their offense is playing at 100 percent, then i think the defense as bad as they can be can yes. kind of you know, they can win those shootout games. But since the offense is playing at like I'd say like like seventy percent, the defense is like just that much greater of a a detriment to the whole total team play. And <laughs> yeah. that's right. how that's how you're seeing like all these losses come about. So I'm not putting it on Patrick Mahomes that they're losing all these games, but he is a factor. There are like some really bad interceptions in there that I'm like I have not seen Patrick Mahomes be this kind of careless with the ball in all, like ever like when he since when he started. So but I think he's one of these guys that has broken the mold of the running first quarterback or the quarterback that scrambles a lot isn't you know at risk of not being like okay, he's like a a couple of years and he's gone type of thing right, like his, right his prime isn't three or four years i feel like he's one of these guys that will have a long career playing the way he does even if the mobility starts to slow down i still think he has he'll he'll figure out his body and he'll figure out everything around him and his surroundings and he'll he'll play better even in a less athletic standpoint because his arm is that great. his mind is really good i'm um, I'm not too worried about him, so I'm gonna start him there. Justin Herbert, I love everything about the kid. I think he had a, a a rough first two games, even though he passed for over 300 yards in both of them. But he just he he couldn't get into the end zone. Like there was a couple times they took some touchdowns back from him, and what are you gonna do there? Like, you just have to, <laughs> yeah, you know, what I mean? yeah. they just have to uh, to deal with it. But then since then, he has. 11 touchdowns in three games, no interceptions. Their Beautiful. offensive line yeah. has been playing really well. He's only been sacked uh, – or he's been sacked five times, which is like – I'd say it's not not horrible, but it's also not great. But, like, I like their offensive line now with Rashawn Slater and I know Balaga is out, but, they, but he's been playing really well, Justin Herbert, so – and that offense is so good with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler and Jalen Guyton, and they just have some really good players. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep Justin Herbert on my bench. He's gonna be my first spot. Now, if you're asking me, I think I'm, I think I'm over Derek Carr, man. Okay, I really think I am. I think he's ta- I think he's talented. And I think he has a lot like I think like he, that he's a classic eight and eight quarterback in a 16 game season you know what I mean like he's a classic 500 quarterback he's nothing special, but then when I realize what he's there for, he's there to be a franchise quarterback right they're not oh. he's not a holdover guy they they're giving him all this run and they're they're not like his job isn't at risk or anything whereas with Teddy Bridgewater. His whole specific goal is a bridge, uh, bridge, bridge quarterback, and he's not going to be some franchise guy. Like he just—that's not him. And yeah, he has his bad games, but I look at the situation he's been put in with Denver, and then I look at the situation that Derek Carr is in. He's in a better offense in in Las Vegas. Like they just have a, or they should have a better team than what they are every year. And okay. I would rather take the known commodity that you know you're, what you're getting, good or bad. You have decided to take this guy in Teddy Bridgewater over the potential that probably will never be realized with Derek Carr. Like, Derek Carr has the better arm. Derek Carr is mobile. Like, it feels like he should be so much better than he is. He just never can put it together. And the team can never put it together. And I feel like he can overcome, especially if he had a better football sense, he can overcome a lot of the the coaching struggles that, it, that he's had since he's gotten into the league. And yeah, he'll have the good performance now and then, like really good performance now and then. But I'm kind of over him at this point. I'm going to start Teddy Bridgewater. I'm going to put Teddy Bridgewater on my bench because I just know what he, you're going to get out of him. I don't want to go in every week and be like, oh, Derek Carr, this is the week. And then... He puts up an eight passer rating against Baltimore, and you're like, what? Eight? Yeah. Eight QBR, (laughs) 76 passer rating? Like, yeah. Like, like he threw 16 times. Like, I don't know. I don't like, I don't like just that mindset. So I'm not going to even deal with it.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I I hear you. I hear you. Um, Yeah. I just, I just, I think my reasoning is, and and just to, Briefly counter your point. I think that's a really good point that you bring up about him being eight and eight, and you're like, "Oh, well, people's expectations are da 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 da." I'm just looking at him at, at, in terms of like a talent standpoint, mm-hmm. and I would say that I would rather have Carr than Bridgewater. But I hear what you're saying. Yeah. So we're both correct. Everybody wins. <laughs> Everybody
1: wins because they're both not great. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, Trey, you know, agree to disagree to agree and everybody's winning. All right, folks, you have been listening to another episode of Amateur Hour, a professional sports podcast by people who have never played professional sports. I'm your host, Max, along with Treyas, and we will see you beautiful people next time. Peace.